The Nature of the Mundane Ostrich Elegance Can I present a convincing argument that an ostrich is the epitome of elegance? It sounds like a stretch. These birds are generally considered stupid, perhaps due to their small brain the size of a walnut, or the myth that they bury their heads at any sign of trouble. Maybe it's that their ungainly bodies have forgone the pleasures of flight, even after millions of brutal years of evolution that produce wings in the first place. They have the largest eyes of any mammal, larger than their brain. While this may give ostriches the enviable ability to see distant threats, it also gives them a startled and harebrained look, as if they have just let slither a silent but deadly dollop of greasy gas, but are defiantly unwilling to fess up. I accept this challenge, and here's the reason why. I've had the good fortune to share an elegant moment with an ostrich. A necessary first step in this exercise is the definition of elegance. In my professional life as a physician, I've heard the word elegant assigned to science and mathematical theories that explain thorny conceptual problems. I don't see the relevance to an ostrich, so I'll only consider the visual aspects of elegance, basically our clothes. The definitions of elegance in this context are vague and circular. Elegant equals tasteful equals elegant. Simple and timeless are other intertwined aspects of elegance. Both suggest clothes that are not meant to shock, but are within a few standard deviations from the norm. Itself a squishy definition. Simple also suggests a more restrained or spontaneous look. I detect the whiff of wealth in the concept of elegance, a bespoke suit, a dress requiring multiple fittings while champagne is served. I envision a spectrum of elegance ranging from the simple and spontaneous elegance of a confident Jackie Kennedy crossing a New York street to a more deliberate elegance at a state dinner and finally to King Charles coronation regalia which egregiously violated the principles of simplicity, restraint, and confidence. The king looks nervous. His wrinkled purple tunic bunches up over a paunch. His crown is tilted and his orb might slip from his sweaty palm. The timelessness of the event could not save the king from the slippery slope of institutionalized buffoonery. Where does the ostrich fit in this construct? Can I extrapolate any of the human attributes of physical beauty to the ostrich? Its plumage is primarily black and gray. The color scheme, consistent with the timeless elegance of the little black dress, is the epitome of restraint and simplicity but at rest, the ostrich features look dirty and disorganized. Far from elegant, the ostrich appears dispirited and disheveled. While the ostrich may not be considered visually elegant, humans have picked over its body to create a second-hand elegance. During the Victorian era, ostrich plumes were widely coveted to decorate flamboyant hats. These hats have thankfully fallen out of favor, but the French made with an ostrich feather duster is an enduring sexy image. However, the ostrich takes advantage of his long neck in his mating ritual, rhythmically displaying sensuous undulations as he tempts a mate. He then flashes his white underfeathers, hidden beneath his otherwise useless wings, to provide a fan of contrasting color. This mating plumage captures a proud moment. The ostrich's mating dance prompts me to consider elegance in motion. I'm grateful to the famed author David Foster Wallace for providing me this framework, based on his 2006 New Yorker essay on Roger Federer. 
Wallace considers watching Federer a, quote, religious, unquote, experience, but he's really referring to Federer's elegance in motion, his uncanny ability to anticipate shots, see angles, and exploit the tiny gaps in his opponent's defenses, all of which can be summed up in Federer's kinesthetic sense, a combination of feel, touch, form, proprioception, coordination, grace control, and reflexes. Tennis enthusiasts gasp as Federer, apparently effortlessly, lopes across the court and deftly angles a shot. Wallace comments that Federer's elegance can only be appreciated at a live event. Quote, the truth is that TV tennis is to live tennis pretty much as video porn is to the felt reality of human love. End quote. Can Federer's elegant grace be extrapolated to the ostrich? I reconstruct my indelible moment with the ostrich. I'm sitting in the Namibian desert in a jeep, sloshing, swaying, and swerving in a rutted and sandy riverbed that devils as a seasonal road. I spot a single ostrich on a ridge above us. He gazes at our pathetic attempts to navigate the train and lopes off, keeping pace with our struggling car. His long legs are supple, his strides simple, effortless, and efficient. There are no extraneous moments or stumbles. His head is motionless above his rhythmically churning legs, the smooth, taut contour of his pale thighs disappearing into his body. The wind takes the ruffle out of his feathers. He no longer looks disheveled. As the ostrich glides over the shifting sand, he must make slight adjustments to accommodate the rock-strewn surface, similar to Federer's adjustments as he angles across the tennis court. My appreciation of the elegance deepens as I contrast it with my human experience. My head smacks into the roof of the jeep as we make another lurch. The wheels churn, sending up a spray of sand, and I wonder if we might be stuck here forever, our desiccated bodies making headlines months later. Humans are not designed for this environment, or for running. I think of Usain Bolt, the world's fastest human. His running does not have the effortlessness and joyful elegance of an ostrich. Bolt's arms pump up and down, his face is contorted, his feet splat along the track. I think of the agonized look of distance runners as they cross the finish line and collapse. I conclude that runners must defy the limits of the human body, while the ostrich is impeccably designed to do exactly what he's doing. I realize that human elegance relies on deliberate choices that aim towards a specific, culturally defined role. The elegance of the ostrich emerges from the random and messy process of evolution that has no particular goal in mind. Though the perspectives are wildly different, both converge on the same concepts of simplicity and restraint. My ostrich turns his head to look at the spinning wheels of our jeep. I enjoy feeling small and silly in the presence of the stunning and humble elegance. With a shutter snap, he moves out of the frame.